just want to say that I've been teaching nine straight hours uh, today, and I'm really tired. <laughs> I want to introduce you to somebody very special to me. My name is Gilad Blinder. I've been working with Talma since day one. I'm a teacher in Pardeshana in Israel. I teach English in a, in a high school. I became very close with Gilad when we taught together for a semester in Jerusalem. Being a Talma teacher, you too will be partnered up with an Israeli co-teacher eagerly waiting to get to know you, collaborate with you, and guide you through thick and thin. It's a special kind of relationship, one that most teachers will go their whole careers without experiencing. In that way, it's also a unique experience. I'm Deborah Feinberg. In today's episode of The Adventurous Teacher, we spoke with some co-teachers to get at the heart of what it's like to put two heads together in one class. My name is Meital. I'm a TFI teacher, and I taught for four years in elementary school in Natania. My name is Lindsay, and I am a Chicago public school teacher. Um, I've been teaching for 13 years now. My name is Asaf. I teach um, high school math, and my first year uh, in Tala was, was in Zin, Jerusalem, three years ago, and since then... I've been to Tama every summer since. Hi, my name is Daisy Arush. I recently made Aliyah to Ashkelon after being involved in the Tama program. My name is Leora Ben-Simon. I'm an English teacher for about 28 years. That's about it. I'm a mother <laughs> of four kids, more or less. <laughs> Coming to Israel from America, Canada, or wherever else you're immediately going to be the center of attention in your Israeli classroom. It's exciting. It's a lot. Sometimes, as the Israeli co-teachers know, it can take some getting used to. Wait, I need to think about it. <laughs> it it's been four years. So I think that at first, uh, the kids who didn't know Talma, they didn't have any Talma experience before, they were... They were shocked, and uh, some of them didn't, like, pay attention to her and talked only to me, um, especially at the beginning when I was translating. Uh, but once we switched to only English during class, and uh, they started to get to know her and talk to her, try to, to talk to her during recess, so uh, it became more like our spot in the in the classroom became more equal if it, if that if that makes sense they had a lot of questions and they didn't know how to ask them or how to understand the answers that stacy gave them so the beginning was quite quite difficult but then they got used to her and uh, they knew what she expected from them and everything that she told them uh, they try to understand or ask me. I was always around. And even when she took a group out of the class, uh, there were no problems because they got used to her. They got used to seeing her twice a week. Even today, they ask me questions about her. 
As much as it may sound intimidating, a room full of students who don't speak your same language, not sure of what to make of you, you'd be surprised how quickly things will turn around. Just by being there, by showing you care, you'll have a class of devoted followers within no time. The time that it takes to be more organized and the class that, that everyone adjusts is surprisingly really, really short. It takes a few days, I, I would say. Second week is always much better. Um, the teachers and the children get like uh, they get used to a certain routine that the teacher just the teachers decide on. They want to go out and, and, and tell their parents I met an American person from from Hollywood in their uh, perspective and they just want to you know go back home and tell their parents what happened and it was you know it's just like a lava in a volcano they just wanted to go out. And like after a few days, uh, the co-teacher started to get like little notes and little uh, cards and they asked me to tell her that uh, they love her and she's really nice and they asked questions about where she comes from because probably they never met someone who lived in another country. This transition period, when you first arrive in your class, is where your Israeli co-teacher is most crucial. They're your guide, your translator, your buddy. Forming an effective working relationship is the key to everything. My teaching style is very, very... Uh, I'm like a, like a rock star. I, I like make them laugh and it's all like... I have to, to hold on to the kids' attention because their they're low, low levels are... are you know, they, they, it's hard for them to concentrate and they lost hope, so... My teaching style is very, very alive. I, I'm like um, Ron Clark in, in class. And uh, in Tama is actually the first time that I had to share the stage uh, with the teacher. And it was interesting. I've never had the experience of working with a co-teacher before Palma. I've had a lot of experience with co-teachers, but never truly both of us teaching at the same time always. Doing it with Tama and Saf was truly my first experience where we both were standing up there. We were both planning. We were both, you know, day-to-day basis, switching off, things like that. And I was lucky enough to, to have Lindsay with me. I think we were lucky. I mean, Saf and I started connecting prior to even my arrival in Israel. So we've kind of built that foundation of a friendship first. I mean, thank God for social media. Um, the minute we got each other's names, we reached out to one another. Um, and we talked probably on a daily basis, even if it was just mm-hmm. WhatsApp or if it was through Facebook chat, until we got there. So it's unbelievable how when we arrived and he walked in, I just like, I think from what I remember, I like jumped into his arms. It was as if we'd been friends for years. <laughs> Some teachers naturally click. Others don't right away and need more time to get there. No pressure. Before long, you two will be like figure skaters, coordinated, knowing each other's moves and better together than alone. The biggest benefit um is that you have like, you know, like two brains instead of one. You know, we were really comfortable with one another. So if an idea was presented that he didn't like, I wasn't offended and vice versa. 
And I think just honestly, I thought it was the experience overall was a different experience and it was definitely challenging, but the co-teaching part for me kind of was really easy and simple and we had a really good time with it. At the, the beginning of every day, they used to come in and I used to you whisper in, in Hebrew, uh, go, go say good morning to Deborah and give her a hug. And she didn't know that. And all of a sudden, like kids ran to her and gave her a hug. So it's kind of me working behind the scenes in Hebrew to help her feel like more at home or welcome. One of the first songs we taught together, um, Leora loves uh, the Beatles songs. She came with a song that was not from the Beatles, the Lemon Tree, right, Stacey? <laughs> yes, the Lemon Tree song, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's probably one of the first songs where we, I kind of planned it with her, how we were going to teach it. So it was really like a collaborative effort. It wasn't just her teach, her planning it or me planning it and then one supporting the other. It was really a, okay, this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? And let's do it together. And we started teaching it. it was so it was, it was funny. Yeah. It, was, uh, <laughs> it was funny. It was fast. And the kids enjoyed it. They still like hum it. They do not remember all the words. <laughs> But it was funny, and we enjoyed it. And I especially enjoyed it because she was teaching them and me. So that was really, like, when it, the, the song happened and everything worked per- perfectly and the kids enjoyed it. And they, I think that was probably one of the first moments where I felt like, okay, this is great. This is working. This, I feel like a major part of this classroom. I feel like I'm needed. I'm feel like I'm making a difference in the classroom. Deborah and I, we used to hug a lot and give each other high fives and laugh. Like I would, you know, make, uh, if I want to explain something, I remember one, one day I got one down on one knee and I, and I took a toilet paper as like proposing and, and she would laugh and everybody would laugh. We had like a wild and crazy in a good way uh, class, and it's because of us. I mean, them too, but mostly us. <laughs> you may not realize it right away, but once you and your co-teacher start to mesh, everything else will fall into place. Your students will feel it. They can sense your chemistry, and they feed off of it. So many Thomas students succeed not just because they worked hard or because they were given a good assignment, but because the combined work of both of their co-teachers allowed for them to flourish. It's most like rewarding feeling that there's something I can do to help them. I don't remember the name of that kid. We were trying so hard to make him you know, like when he wanted to go to the bathroom, he said in English and not like in Hebrew. No, say it in English. English, English only, only English, English only. And by, I wouldn't say it was the last day, but it was one of the last days, I remember he managed to say like a whole sentence of like, can I go to the bathroom? And as long as it sounds like very easy for like, 99% of us, like, yeah, of course, like, like saying six words, can I go to the bathroom, that's it. Um, you could see, like, how he was struggling to say these six words, and 
uh, when he finally got to do that, uh, I applaud. I was like, oh my god, I'm so, I'm, like, I literally applaud. I was so happy. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, you managed to say, like, the whole sentence. Can I go to, yes, you can go to the bathroom. I think that one of the students I remember the most was from first year, because he was totally against English. He hated it, he didn't want anything to do with it. His parents forced him to, to be in Talma, and I, <laughs> I kind of saw myself as a, as a child because I didn't like English classes at all. And he just left the classroom a couple of times, slammed the door, I had to look look out for him outside. It was really tough at the beginning. And I think that, uh, well, it took a few days, but when I when we used, uh, we have a game called Taki, which is similar to Uno in America. And uh, we used the numbers and the colors, and he realized that it's okay to make mistakes, and it's okay to know just like a few numbers. So, like, it, all of a sudden he was all involved in the classroom and he was he, he was smiling, he was happy to come to the classroom and he really he really liked it so I kind of, I think about him sometimes it was a really good experience We had a student who came in and just was not in the same place with her English as other students, I think her name was Shira, she really struggled didn't want to be there just, you know, she had, God, when we started, she probably had maybe five words in English. And I'll never forget the day where she started writing stuff down and was showing us more words. And I think we asked the kids to write on the board um, what they did over the weekend. And I'm pretty sure she wrote, I missed Lindsay and Asaf. It's a very, very intense, meaningful, great process that happened in a very short time. Just one student succeeding is really all we can ask for. But working with a co-teacher goes far beyond the classroom. I know because I was one. Gilad and I did so much together during our summer together. We had so much fun and really got to form a deep bond that has lasted even this many years later. As much as I do believe deeply in my heart that Gilad is the most awesome person ever, I've got to admit that I'm biased. So many other Talma teachers have their own Gilad, somebody they taught with and formed a bond with as close as mine. If you ask those teachers, they'll tell you that it's actually their co-teacher who's the best, not mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> the, the, the last day, I almost cried. I mean, I can tell you that we have, I mean, our bonding was, like, so strong. She is literally one of my best friends. <laughs> um, until these days, like we talk regularly on WhatsApp or Facebook. Um, last time when I was in Chicago for like uh, like a whole week, mm-hmm. uh, so I stayed at, at, at Lindsay's, Lindsay's amazing house. We have fun together. Of course we do. We speak <laughs> yeah. on the phone. We write messages. Yeah, it's almost become like a Tama, like for me at least, a Tama family. Like I, my... Talma family keeps growing. I keep getting more people in Israel that I can call almost like family to me because in Israel, it's a big community. It's a big family. So I have people from up north down to the south and Leora and her family are now part of mine. So, And you're part of us, of course. 
when I first uh, met Deborah, I was uh, very excited because uh, I was working in Jerusalem for the first time, and Jerusalem is actually my hometown where I grew up and lived for 28 years of my life. And after school, I had the, the, the privilege of showing her uh, my hometown and w where I used to uh, hang out as a, as a teenager and talk about the, the economy and the, and, and the way life is beyond politics and, and army and all the obvious things everybody always talks about. So it was very exciting to, to share and, and maybe even expose a part of me, a personal a part of me, um, of my life to, to Deborah. At the end of, the, of our summer, I gave her um, a present. I went to a store and I, I picked two, um, two pictures of, of Hebrew words that uh, I think sim symbolizes her. Uh, the one was uh, bliss. In Hebrew, we call it, uh, we say osher, which is like excessive happiness. Because Deborah is, is so energetic. So she's like wild. And she wakes up in the morning. She goes from like zero to a hundred in, in like five seconds. And the second word was the pashut, which means uh, simple. Because she's so uh, real. There's, there are no masks. Everybody you've heard from today has remained close friends with the co-teacher they may have met years ago, like me and Gilad, who really only worked together five years back. It really does seem like yesterday, though. Thanks for listening. For more information... Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> I want to I I tell a short story. Um, so uh, Deborah gave me a nickname, which was Sila uh, Gili, and... And there was actually, there is actually a song called Sila Gili. So Deborah used to sing every morning the Sila Gili song, which uh, went to sound like Sila Gili really won't go home. Do you want to continue the song? Oh, God. I don't even know if I remember it, but I. Because you can find Gili when Gili won't go or something like that. Gili won't go home because you can't push Gili when Gili won't go. Try telling everybody, but a oh no, little silly Gili won't go home. For more information, visit TalmaIsrael.com. <laughs> so now that you've been subjected to my terrible singing, which my brothers tell me uh, sends animals into hibernation. <laughs> there is absolutely no way we're not using that. Show, so. Oh, God. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Oh, I'm mortified. <laughs> yeah. Let's get cracking, better start packing, getting on a big jet plane, going on a mission, a teaching expedition, and you're never gonna be the same. The weather's swell, well hot as hell, we thought that you should know, and just assume you'll share a room, it ain't the Four Seasons, hello? Oh yes, you're teaching in Israel, you can conceive, you won't believe, the adventure that's in store, that's right, you're teaching in Israel. Better hang on tight with all your might, unlike anything you've done before. The 
kids are warm, hugs are the norm, they all love to embrace. But you'll run for cover when the class is over, say goodbye to your personal space. At night unwind, rest your mind, or wait for weekend leave. Go and scream and blow off steam in a club in Tel Aviv. You wake at dawn, your life force gone, so sleepy it's insane. But those kids will swarm your zombie forms till you're alive again. Because your teeth.